Hello, 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 everybody. Ah, Oh my god, okay. Welcome back to 20 and Plenty, guys. We've made it. It is our season one finale episode. Oh, that's so crazy. We have our friends in this episode, so... So we had a few main topics in this episode, but we kind of wanted to clear some things up because in the beginning, it kind of can be seen as a little random when you're listening to it out of context. So in the beginning, it's more of a catch-up. Um, we wanted to have our friends warm up to the podcast and get you guys to see a little bit more of their personality. And we talk about some topics like what advice would you give to your 10-year-old kid or your young self? Um, are you proud of yourselves? What else? There are topics such as what, how did your mindset change in comparison from when you were young to now when it comes to love, parents, uh, friendship, relationships, um, and just stuff like that. So those three things that I mentioned won't be like the main topics that are going to be discussed in this episode, but we kind of wanted to use them as prompts to lead to a deeper conversation. Um, I really, really, we both really enjoyed this episode. It was funny. Um, there was a lot of laughs and then it got deeper as you go deeper into the podcast. So um, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm Mitch, aka Mikey. And this is Desire, also known as Danny. And you're listening to the 20 and Plenty Podcast. Where two bitches in their 20s got plenty of shit to say. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to 20 and Plenty. Woo! With the f- okay, well, it's supposed to be the six hottest bitches, but now it's the five. We got our friends in this episode. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, God. We got our friends. <laughs> I love the energy in the room, guys. Is it too late to back out of this? <laughs> <laughs> Introduce oh, yourselves. Introduce yourselves. Go. What was that? I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it. Go I feel introduce like yourself. It's so on the spot. I know it is. Very much on the spot. I'll, I'll, okay, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go let's alphabetical. 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 Yeah. alphabetically. My last name, not my first name. Let's <laughs> 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 first. Don't kill me. That literally rearranges. <clears throat> Continue. Okay, alphabetically by first name, introduce yourself. Hey, hi guys, I'm Alvin. It's um, Alvin. <laughs> what do I say here? Just say your name. Give me, give me your height, weight, date of birth. ASL. Well, my sin number. Sure. <laughs> Drop the CV code. Everything. Don't Next, uh, no, just introduce. Yeah, just oh. introduce your it's, name, I guess. Okay. Hi, my name is Bobby. Nice to meet everyone. It's Bobby. <laughs> Bobby in the house. And last but not least. Hi, everyone. My name is Bobby. Wait, <laughs> do that. The beautiful Bobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imposter. <laughs> my, my name is Kyla. Hi, everyone. Kyla yes. and I have the same first name. Yeah. And oh, she was born know. when she was born um, when I was conceived. 
Yeah. Oh, what the hell? Is that yeah, actually true. like, was it calculated like that? Yeah. Well, wait, wait, well, wait, it was like nine months. She was born on March 11th, and then I was born on, on December 11th. <laughs> we bonded over that. Yep. Um, we all met in high school. Um, I met Alvin in elementary. And grade. Yeah, grade two. Nice, nice. My grade right? two. Have you guys not been? Grade two? No. Fourth grade. What? Who did I meet in grade two? Was it Patrick? Patrick? Oh. You guys getting mixed up with someone else? Fake friends, fake You're friends. Mixing up your <laughs> Filipinos. Jeez. Uh... <laughs> okay, yeah. Our lady maybe. Of Filipinos. Yeah, maybe it was like grade four. Maybe it was grade four. It was, it was grade four. I know that for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> we beefed in grade four. No, we did not. Yeah, we did. You I had the time where Alvin yeah, we did. punched you in the eye with his okay. umbrella. Two things, Alvin. <laughs> two things. We beefed in fourth and fifth grade. Fourth grade, I was running for president against Tristan, and you made up the slogan. You made up the slogan. Don't yeah. vote for Mikey. She makes you cheap were. cookies. <laughs> Thank you. She makes fake nice. It was fake. It was fake. Yeah. No, it's yeah. cheap. It wasn't fake. I made the. It was. I I've made always the heard I of it. was writing it in my journal. I was really hurt that day. <laughs> I made the slogan. Well, you got it wrong, sis. You Don't got it wrong. for Mikey because she wears fake Nikes. Fake Nikes. Fake Nikes. Nikes. Like, exactly. Nikes. so funny. Like, the, the incident in grade five is actually so funny to look back at because, like, he was just, you know those umbrellas? So, guys, there's this, like, there, you know those umbrellas <laughs> that when you just press the bread in, it just so, shoots out? Oh, it like shoots out. Yeah, 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 yeah. He hit me in the face. Alvin hit me in the face. And it was yeah. the day before my birthday. And I come up <laughs> to my birthday the next day looking like Kazimoto. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah. That was by accident. Yeah. Aww. Man, elementary is stupid. I love elementary. I know. Why did I don't know why I stressed myself out in elementary school? Like, why, <laughs> I, why was I, it stressful? Yeah. Definitely, I really thought I was going through it. Like, I yeah, really thought, like, I remember. <laughs> I was so stressed at elementary school because I accidentally stole my grade five's uh, ruler and I thought about it the whole three days. I was like, what if she calls the police on me? Like, what if she knows her <laughs> ruler is missing? <laughs> I almost cried. <laughs> I would do like dumb shit. I remember at the end of like my grade six years, I would, sh- would end up with a shit ton of like notebooks because I don't know. Okay, for you guys, like whenever you finished a notebook, wouldn't you guys go like grab a new one once you finished like your math notebook you know what i'm talking yeah, about like, yeah well, yeah math notebook yeah yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and understand. so that okay you know the notebooks to get at school like we like they give you notebooks yeah especially for oh, math because yeah, it's yeah. the grid ones you don't yeah the good ones notebooks. exactly yeah. so like, like a like a cahier um okay. not the folder but like, oh, i think they mean what i is... think they mean like actual notebooks notebooks yeah the know, grid paper just... notebooks you know what i know i was just trying to tell people that i know french okay i remember notebook and then under that it says and so they had a whole stack of them by the guy who i had a huge crush on okay and so like i kid you not every single fucking week i pretended like i needed a new book to go get so i get to walk by my crush and be like sorry excuse me and like can you go pass me one and by the end of the year i had so many like extra notebooks that is bad for the environment very bad very bad very bad how many pages were in a notebook what grade was this this was grade six (laughs) it's grade six (laughs) you're first lower your voice i don't (laughs) how many pages were in that notebook 
Uh, it was just like maybe like 90. With how often she won, I'll probably nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you filled up no. 90 pages by the end of each week. Oh no, they were all empty. They were all empty. I feel, I like, what I'm saying, like no one, no one thought it was us that you got a new notebook every week. She probably no. spelled her name out on every page. <laughs> Me? <laughs> number uh, each page. Yeah. You probably had like size 80 font, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, notice me. Uh, like, what the hell? <laughs> it was a fun, but you know, it just never happened anyway. So, <laughs> what's the yeah, dumbest sorry. thing that you guys ever done for an elementary crush? Okay, Bobby can go first. Yeah. Okay, like, I don't remember the details, but essentially, like, I. I ended up cyberbullying this other girl who I've never <laughs> met before. How do you cyberbully so much people? I, just, I don't know. I have a strong online presence when I want to. So. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I think, no, I don't know. I feel bad talking about it. But yeah, I think I like got her to think I was into her. And then I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> wow. Did you break her heart? I doubt that. Like we never actually met. So like I would, wouldn't think she'd be that into me. But still, it was mean in hindsight. That is very mean. If you do that nowadays, <laughs> you actually wouldn't be able to get away with that. Yeah. Bobby yeah. <laughs> would be canceled. Yeah. Cyberbullying doesn't I didn't do exist. Anything just that crazy. I just... He said, I loved you when he didn't. Like, didn't how? What a fuck boy. <laughs> Bobby was the OG fuckboy, huh? He really was. <laughs> with the snapbacks and everything. Don't, don't pretend <laughs> like you weren't that guy, dude. You, it's no, okay. I, I, had a strong online personality when I wanted to like I, I've told you guys this before but like when I was a kid like like eight or nine I would be on Maple Story and I'd be like I'd tell them I'm like 16 and I'd be pulling with like teenage girls I like how you tried to save yourself just now <laughs> how old were you I was eight or nine I was <laughs> <laughs> wow bitch i got Don't bitches yeah this girl from new york was like oh like toronto's not that far i'll come visit you and then oh. i was like nope i'm <laughs> changing my account <laughs> said exit mom's gonna get mad <laughs> you know, she sent that message he alt f word exactly i'm done what if bobby ended up on catfish bro <laughs> That would be like the, the season finale of the show. A hundred percent. Literally. Don't kill me. You fucking sound like some girls just bitching at like a little boy. I'm a boy. I loved you. <laughs> I loved you. Can't tie my shoes yet. <laughs> Can't tie my shoes yet. I'm still trying to learn cursive. <laughs> I, I don't know cursive so like no, you, you don't know cursive you, didn't you know this Taylor? that's why I'm there's like, no my, point of have you seen my signature <laughs> oh yeah no dead ass his signature is literally printed but... yeah. that's what it is you're <laughs> so right it's that's so weird. I love your signature. Yeah, it's so I, think it's I thought you were kidding at first when I saw no, your no, no. signature I, I missed that part of grade two so I just <laughs> never learned it after <laughs> How about I don't else? even think they do it anymore. What cursive? Yeah, cursive? They yeah, I don't think they. they I don't think they instead. teach cursive. How about you, Danny? You raised your hand up and Kyla. Yeah. Okay, wait, Kyla, you go first. No, no, you go first. I have to think <laughs> about all the dumb shit I've done for a guy. <laughs> I think the dumbest thing I've done for an elementary crush, like elementary crush, was um, 
freaking i remember this guy oh my god if anyone from elementary like listens to this they know exactly who i'm fucking talking about <laughs> this is so fucking embarrassing that i'm admitting to this but like i think i might know this story i think you probably know the story too, i think we I, all know this story i wouldn't be surprised because i'm very embarrassed by it but like <laughs> here we go so basically like this dude from my elementary he was like the darkest filipino like the darkest filipino <laughs> okay and like and like I just wanted to to be a thing where like him and I could be known as the darkest Filipino. What the hell is even that? Wow. So I literally That's a like weird sent- title. <laughs> That's no, a- just, I just I just wanted to be paired up with him in, for like whatever in any way. I just wanted to be paired up with him, and so then I literally like tanned myself <laughs> that summer so dark i kid you not i had splotches all over my like my face because like it didn't tan evenly and my skin started to peel and it was the ugliest thing ever it was the worst it was the worst and i like i could have gotten like skin cancer due to it i'm not even joking i did this for a boy and i hated myself for that but yeah i don't recommend if you look back at some of my elementary photos like uh yeah you'll see it (laughs) you'll see (laughs) you'll see it We'll see it again. Simpsons grade six. Shut up, know. dude. Like, no. Simpsons grade six. Such a strange title. Gonna be paired Her head, it was like, it was probably like, oh, like prom king and prom queen, but we're gonna be dark and Filipino king and dark and Filipino queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's own category. So All right, yeah. kids, we're gonna split the class the into boys and girls. It's about darkest Filipinos. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Danica fully romanticized that, trust me. Literally. The swagapinos. <laughs> the swagapinos. I hated it. I actually hate myself for that. Oh, but it's okay. I do dumb shit all the time. It never ends. I don't know if I've ever done anything stupid or like sure you what? I don't Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm sure I have um okay so maybe i like oh no but this was in high school this is not even elementary is this like early i surprised myself maybe like grade 10 that still counts as elementary yeah yeah yeah. you're so young because no our maturity level is like the same as when you're in grade eight it was just dumb um okay well this guy had a crush on him and basically like i would always it was like so and like it's actually so embarrassing to talk about but it's just like such a small little thing that I would do he knows how I was though so every single time like I'd purposely fall and then be like hey blank I'm falling for you (laughs) (laughs) that's just so cringy oh my god (laughs) literally like I do the most like the way I would trip bro Wait, wait, wait! Like, did you was did you use that as like a pickup line, or were you just saying that to him? Like, I was just saying that whenever I saw him. <laughs> okay, let's get to our topic. Let's get to our topic. So, um, we wanted to talk about basically life today, but just to get more in depth, um, based on the mindset that you have right now in comparison to maybe like high school or elementary school lessons that you learn anything that you can take into account um what would you tell your 10 year old self now or what would you tell your future kids so anyone can start and then we can just go from there 
that's how we're gonna do it hmm. i'll be completely honest i didn't really think about too you know what i really didn't like think about it <laughs> you guys thought no. about it no i no, actually we, haven't we thought about the question more so than the actual like yeah. topic, thought about like gui- the guidelines for this podcast instead of like the answers but i kind of like it that way so it's just more authentic but yeah um, okay well let me see what would i think so okay are we talking about our 10 year old selves or are we talking about our future kids it's, I think those are two different- it's your choice i would tell my 10 year old self that life doesn't always go as planned because i remember it's but not even my 10 year old self like my high school self i remember to be such a fucking planner like mm-hmm. i plan mm-hmm. my life and Planning was just all I knew. Like my life was planned out from like elementary to high school, and then I had like university and like all that stuff. So yeah, bro. Like I'm supposed to get married at 25. I haven't had my first. I thought I was, yeah. I thought yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna get married at around like 27. 27. Yeah. I said 25, and then I moved, I'd have a kid at 27. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That was can my can you imagine? Yeah, and then I wanted and now- to be a teacher. What to, for the guys, for the guys, what age were you, were you, did you think that you were going to get married or anything like that or have a kid or did have you even think kid? about marriage as a kid or like um, when you were in high school or something, probably didn't give it like as much thought as you guys, but like, I guess like late twenties was always the realistic. Yeah. So when you were going to get married. I talked about this before. I think I said somewhere around like 28. Was, 28. But honestly, like, yeah. But honestly, being 23 now, it's a scary thought. Being 23 yeah. now, I'm even reconsidering if I want to get married, period, bro. Right? Like, I don't Yo. think that's going to oh be a thing God. for me now. Yeah. Wait, really, Danny? You don't think? I want I, to I, I don't know, dude. I love I'm, love. I, I love <laughs> love, too, but, like, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know, dude. That's a lot. That's a lot. Marriage is a lot, dude. That's, like, that's definitely what I would tell my... Uh, I'm, maybe I'm just like more towards telling my high school self mm-hmm. or telling my future kids like if they were reaching the age of like adolescence if you have a plan it's gonna fucking change it's not gonna be like that oh yeah for sure I'm gonna tell them like it's not gonna go as you don't, and don't be, don't think it's like a failure mm-hmm. if it doesn't go as exactly because I feel like I really yeah. like like even like graduating late and stuff made me feel super super shitty just because it's just like I'm supposed to be done by four years and I finished in six so like that kind of made me feel like I was like super late and like I was a failure in that sense and la la, la you know what I'm saying but um yeah I don't know I definitely yeah. I agree with you when it comes down to that I guess like yeah. the mindset part where like a lot of people see plans as like deadlines where what mm. they should be is more like a guideline, right? Like that's what you are targeting. Doesn't mean it's going to actually happen, right? Things mm-hmm. change all the time, whether yeah. it's something that changes for you or like your surroundings or something, right? So. Bro, you don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck is going to happen, bro. Like you don't know, know. if you're all of a sudden going to move. You don't know if you're ever going to like something happens, you get into an accident and something hurt, you know, you get oh hurt my gosh, and you can't do things as like, athletic wise mm-hmm. like, you know what i mean like what if you had an athletic plan or whatever you don't know <laughs> like so. who knew patrick was gonna go to korea yeah, yeah. patrick didn't he know. didn't even know, patrick <laughs> didn't didn't even know. know. It's, it's still a prank it's still a prank to <laughs> okay day. patrick it's not funny anymore come back <laughs> it's not funny anymore i hope patrick, patrick just ran patrick if you're <laughs> listening to this we love you so much yeah we miss you dude. please come back soon i know have a great time in korea yeah mm-hmm. 
See, like, I feel like even from the time when he's going to be gone and from when he comes back, there's going to be a shit ton of stuff that's going to happen, too, by the time he comes back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot can happen in a year. A lot can happen in, like, half a year, like, six months, anything. It's so... <sighs> yeah. So crazy. You can never plan things out, ever. Mm-hmm. Not to say that it's a bad saying. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Try. Yeah. Like, set your goals. Do your thing. But uh, just don't have high expectations but your your path to your goals <laughs> don't have high expectations yeah you you can set goals but your pathway to your goals or how you're going to reach it is not what you're going to expect it to be yeah. but that's what's more like i feel like that path is what brings the value to wherever you're going to end up Do you know what i'm saying Do you know what i'm saying yeah. but i mean i think I think like people put too much emphasis on planning out the path versus the what you're going towards. Like that's what like it's always been like that for me. Where like I'm not when people ask what's your five year plan or ten year plan. Like I don't have specifics. I just I know the direction I'm headed in and then I figure it out mm-hmm. as I go. Oh yeah, yeah that's good. Oh, I think me. going off of that too, it's like um, things don't turn out the way you want them to. But also don't compare yourself to people who are the same age, the same, what you think is the same time frame as you, because mm-hmm. they're not. Everyone has their own chapter in life. Everyone is going through different things. Yeah. Everyone has their own different pathways. And I think that in high school, it was so easy for us to be like, we're all going to university. We're all going to do this, this, and this. And then once we graduate, we're like, shit, no, we're not. Like, we're all doing different shit. Exactly. Like People yeah. our age are either getting married now, having kids. Like, yeah, like, bro. Like you see all of us now, like you see all of like the people from high school, like like all of them now. We're all doing people like as you said, have kids. Some people are getting engaged. Some people are are still in school. Some people are like doing their own fucking thing. But honestly, it's so cool to see though. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to see. Mm -hmm. That also makes back to the timeline thing. Like social media is such a terrible thing. I was gonna yeah, ask Alvin. You're stressing yeah. over like yeah. you see all these people <laughs> that are, especially in this age, this generation's technology-driven generation. Mm-hmm. There are so many kids our age and people even younger than us that are building names for themselves mm-hmm. and getting super successful super quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you just gotta remember, you only see the highlights on social yeah. media. You don't go, you don't see what goes on behind the curtain. So. You know, don't compare yourself to anybody through social media. I think that's what I would tell my 10-year-old self, actually. Like, to just don't, like, like, don't take what you see on social media lightly. Like, you're only seeing 10% of what is actually going on. You know what I mean? So, because it's so true. Even, bro, you see it with couples. Not only businesses. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You yeah. see happy ass couples. Yeah. Bro, they like aren't the really family. that happy. They're the ace have the ace family. family. I love the kids though. They're so cute. So but. going off of like social media, I'm just curious because I've had this, I don't know who I had this conversation with, but what age would you guys kind of oh, like allow allow your kid or find it reasonable to have your kid be on like instagram or twitter real quick real quick i saw this on the news earlier today actually what's up uh facebook facebook is developing an app 
that is similar to Instagram, but for kids, targeted towards kids under 13. Because you have to be 13 to sign up for Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. But okay. they are developing an app that is targeted towards kids younger than that. So is that supposed to be cleaner? I Well, I assume so. But also it's just causing a lot of controversy. Like there's a petition going on to stop it. I think it already garnered like 200,000 signatures already. Well, what are and people saying about it? To what, well, like, why are they stopping? Like, why are they? You're just it? introducing like kids that are too young to handle the pressures of social media to exactly. that to that world. Good luck stopping Zuck. I know. Yeah, yeah that is also true. <laughs> Zuck. Yeah. Yeah, sucking the with the Zuck, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I feel like there could be like potential for good intent but it could be very it's very very like easy to fuck that just up data collection yeah, yeah. yeah. But i mean like yeah. this day and age it's not just social media right if you give a kid access to the internet it's everything that's it that's it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's like, more about like preparing them for what's out there i think mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know. even I then like, like as a kid as a kid you're so carefree like you don't care about how you look or how you act you know what I'm saying? You're very innocent, but then being introduced to social media, there are a whole bunch of standards you want to live by. There's a lot of people living glamorous lives, like kids. Taking like kids 13 and 14, how they look now compared to how we looked back. It's we not fair. No, that is just the saddest thing. I had my wardrobe was full of arrow pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Up. With yeah. with the shorts, with the arrow oh, arrow shorts on the God. side, the when I with, the, with the plaid shorts, get the fuck out of no. my face, bro. Oh yeah, oh, those are so embarrassing. And yeah. in my elementary school, we had plaid day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yeah. did. I think that but, an interesting part to this though is that like our perspective is pretty unique because early in our lives this wasn't a thing, and mm-hmm. it became a thing, right? Whereas yeah. our kids. They'll, they're going to have it from the beginning like it's going to be yeah. a different experience completely for them right so like it's hard to be like oh because I felt this way about it they're going to feel that way about it I feel like no one actually knows until like mm-hmm. they see what, what they yeah, go through right? yeah exactly. and I think it's like if you try to hide it from your kids the more they're going to get curious you know and yeah. especially with their friends like if yeah. everyone has it and then, you know, it's just, there's just so many layers on, you could say, you they're not allowed, but then you feel the pressure from your kid. You feel the pressure from probably yeah. other parents um, at that age, because they're like, oh, why, why don't you let them do this? Why don't you let them do that? Right. And then you look like the bad parents. And then your child yeah. thinks of you as a bad parent because you won't let mm. them, because you know the dangers of social media, but they don't. Yeah. I feel like we, like at that point, it becomes like, we would have to take it upon ourselves um, as parents to try and find that middle path of like, okay, there's no like escaping them not using the internet at such an early age. It's of how we're going to manage them being on the internet um, mm-hmm. at, an, at an early age, I guess, you know? I think so. Like the more you like say completely no, like the more they're just going to yeah. find another way to do it without you being yeah, aware of it. Right? That's exactly. the same thing that I the felt about like when I had like, like my parents used to be so strict when I was in elementary, like even throughout mm-hmm. high school, I was not allowed to go to one of the dances. I wasn't allowed to go to the mall with my friends and whatever, really? whatever. And yeah. like, I know things are different now. Boy. Bro, you missed out on the Halloween dance? 
I I had I got to go to I got to go to um two of them. Oh. Uh, what was it? Welcome to the jungle was one. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I had to go outlet. home early though. I like, remember I- the next school day, Mikey was so upset because the DJ played Shine Bright like a diamond. <laughs> Is this the grade nine one? Grade nine. Yes, I think it was, I think grade nine. Nine. It was such a like. Yeah. Oh, I remember I went. It's a good song. Okay, I don't know why I was tripping so hard. Yeah, like, we, on, were, we were on the dance floor. People got mad at me because like I was having a great time and we had like glow sticks and like I cracked glow stick open and like I was, it was just going crazy, right? But, like the glow <laughs> stick was going everywhere. No, there wasn't glass in it. It oh. wasn't one of those, but. It was just the liquid, but everyone's like, oh my God, it's going to burn me or something. I was like, that's not, that's not, that's not how it works. Like, <laughs> We're just dramatic. Drink yeah, I should have just taken a shot. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, I am still sick. So sorry if I'm coughing in the background. I have to put that out there. <clears throat> it's disgusting. I'm sorry. Yeah, asthma. Yeah. You can feel the can of paint. <laughs> I know. Fuck. Whatever. Worth it. <laughs> Anyways, next. Yeah, high school dances were fun though, low key on the lows. I miss the them. Lows. I really miss them. Prom was fun. Prom was really fun. Prom was fun. The rest of them I didn't prom care for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, prom was sick. I, I fist bumped yeah. so hard, both my legs cramped. <laughs> <laughs> Watching that on the dance floor was so confusing. <laughs> so, like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, I, I my legs are cramped. I need to go sit down. <laughs> I literally could not move. He just froze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just stopped jumping with everyone. Did it just happen at like just a random time? You were just fist bumping and then all of a sudden you yeah. just stopped. It was in the yeah. middle of the song. I'm it was dead. like deep into it all, but yeah. Like <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't fall. Like no, you know, I just I just got really stiff, but I was you like, just collapsed. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, y'all be safe. I'm gonna just lay here. Y'all be safe. <laughs> be easy. Y'all be easy. I'm gonna just lay here. Your body folds backwards. <laughs> backwards. Oh my god, <laughs> you just want to see Bobby fold. I'm gonna fold Bobby one day. I'm just gonna. Like, we all would have thought you were dancing if you just folded over a bit. I wish. I wish I, I treated prom like the Met Gala. I wish I just went off. That's what I'm saying. You know yeah. it damn well. People would judge the hell out of you. Yeah, but I wish I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's. I feel like I gave like, fucks. I just can't. Like I did not like how much money I spent on my prom dress. Like. I can't even, if I had the money to splurge and do it like the Met Gala, yes. But then I just remember thinking, like, I was so happy. I did not spend, like, two grand on my project. Yeah, me too. Oh, I'm like, glad you can how still much look like the Met Gala without spending True. Time, girl. Yeah. I mean, I wish. I didn't know Fashion how to Nova. do, like, <laughs> Fashion Nova did not exist exist back then we really had h&m um uh, forever 21 and maybe, just random boutiques. right like yeah Mendocino oh, just came out or M or whatever came out yeah. then. Yeah. I yeah, I'm glad I didn't spend too much. I spent like maybe 150 on my dress and then yeah. I took on accessories after that mm-hmm. and then makeup as well. Yo, take this in. I I remember I almost spat. Um I spent um forty dollars on my makeup. Lower your voice. I actually, I'm so mad, bro. That is what happened at the book. If you dress, she put on I came in with the table. whole ball gown, bro, at the Scarborough <laughs> buffet, thinking that it's my day. As I go get my freaking chicken balls <laughs> with this guy beside me in jeans, like. 
<laughs> see, like, she's walking down the aisles. She's, like, getting her chicken balls. And, like, her heels are clacking. <laughs> she's like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get to the jello. <laughs> like, I'm so mad. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Yo, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm Barbara. <laughs> Danica is the princess of Scarbo. Like the amount of people <laughs> fucking related to Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Why that is dying? so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He's not the princess. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> that She's is the so. Queen. I am a genie. I'm so that's so embarrassing. Why the fuck would anyone let me do that? That should, <laughs> should be allowed. Don't let me show up in a gown at the Scarborough buffet. How old are you again? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. That your sweet We would have roasted you. Oh, I wish I was there. I wish I was there. would have You know the MTV show, Sweet 16. 16? No. No. Oh, my God. It's the best. I bet you the staff were probably like, what the fuck? Like... Hey, what about their interest. weddings in, like, Mandarin? So... I know. Oh my goodness. Um it was like a long I'm dress. Thinking, mm. Like a Cinderella glass slipper sort of situation. Yo, if Danica, <laughs> Danica, if you wore like a puffy ass dress to the Scarborough buffet, I would have lost it. No. 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 If you actually showed up like Cinderella and you left <laughs> oh, and you, oh my god. Like you lost your Air Force One. <laughs> you lost your, no, air, your black to be Air Force One. Oh, gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those issues. But um, very embarrassing. I would tell my ten-year-old self not to fucking do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Imagine Danica like tell she's my like ten-year-old self to go to the Scarborough Buffet on that day. No. No. I would definitely tell myself to go in the Scarborough Buffet that day just no. to witness. Okay, back to our life topic. Um, what's the best advice or the worst advice that you've ever taken, or both? I got to think about that as well. Yeah. We can pause for a sec. Have I ever gotten good advice? I'm sure you've, in like, in your 23 years of living, I'm sure you've I mean, gotten, like, great advice. That's a tough well, question. I, like, I don't know if it's, like, advice, but my grade 7 teacher, this stuck with me throughout my whole life, mm-hmm. he's, like, um, he's, like, yes, he's, like, what's one thing you could never get back? And I was like, um, and the first like money. He's like, no, you can always get back money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, toys when they break. Like I was just so confused, bro. I was like twelve years old. I didn't know what. <laughs> he didn't need to get all philosophical on me. Yeah. Okay? So yeah. I was like, uh, I don't know, like when things your electronics, like your phone. And he's like, no, time. So oh. really cherish. He's just like, you really <laughs> cherish your youth. Like yes. I wish I could go back. Like now he was, he was pretty young. He was only maybe 26 at that time. He just became, wow. he was like, that was first year teaching. Mm-hmm. And now we're almost 26. So he was really like, really cherish the time you have because 
you will never get that time back and that has mm-hmm. stuck with me my whole life that's really sweet yeah. I actually really like that yeah and that's very true you could honestly still apply that for today honestly like yeah, this point really of our, like, time of our lives. I like that I like it a lot I feel like I've talked about this before too um about my coworker, like she, she once like told me, she, she was asking me like, oh, like, what are you doing after school and stuff? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like once I finish my program, maybe I'll work in the lab. I'm not too sure. And this was like a while back. And, but then this is when I was like in my phase of still considering of like opening up my own like cosmetic line and everything. But then she was like one of the first few people that I like um, told that to where I was like yeah but then I also have this other thing where I don't know it's kind of far-fetched and I said that like I wanted to start a business and have my own makeup line and then she like cut me off and she was just like okay first of all and I was like oh, okay so she doesn't like that idea <laughs> in my head I'm thinking <laughs> so, that oh, you don't like that okay, yeah, but never mind that. then I get it it's far-fetched like but then she was like, you're not going to say it's far-fetched. Like, it's only going to be far-fetched if you only stay at the point that you are right now. So you got to just continue to work step-by-step towards whatever it is that your goal is. And it's not going to be as far-fetched as you think. And I was like, that's so true, dude. Like, I'm literally like, I'm only like, fuck. I'm only like, you forget how freaking young you are. And you think you're so, like, late in the game. But you can do so much in, like, little time, dude, if you just decide to work on it. Mm-hmm. And like that's just gonna put things into perspective for me because she's starting mm-hmm. out new things too. And I was like, hmm, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, still have to think about it. Bobby and Alvin, do you have anything? Um, let's see. The best advice that I've ever received. Okay, well. You know what? I used to think that this was the best advice when it came to like love and like boys or whatever. But this is actually the worst advice. Um, I don't know if this only applied to girls or whatever, but for me, whenever I had trouble like getting over a guy or anything, my friend, like some people would just be like, oh, just find another guy. That's how you get over a guy. You find another one. And I always followed that, like, right when I got, when I get heartbroken, I would just go straight on Tinder and find a new one. And like, that is temporary happiness. But when there were, pat- when there's like patterns that repeats itself and like, I find a Tinder, he does that Tinder guy, he doesn't treat me right, blah, blah, blah. Like, it just repeats itself, repeats itself, repeats itself. All I get mm-hmm. is just temporary happiness. And like, when I'm filing alone, I'm just sad. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not happy. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you when it comes down to that. But also, Mm -hmm. I feel like you could still use that tactic as long as you're like mentally aware of what you're doing and that you put in the effort to still like, because sometimes I feel like you can't move on because you're too heartbroken from that initial like hurt, right? And so like, maybe you just need that extra push just to get you away from the pain for two seconds. But if you are like mentally aware that that's what you're doing, take that space and be able to work on yourself at the same time while while you're away from the pain. Because I feel like that it'll distract you from the pain, but also at the same time like i'll give you more space to and freedom to like do what you want to do because you can still do you while doing a lot of guys <laughs> but I, <laughs> you, know? you know what i still think it's a distraction because i was mentally aware and and i still wasn't happy yeah so i honestly think that was the worst advice i was ever given yeah. don't do that learn how to be yourself you learn how yeah. to be on your own 
Yeah. You learn how to feel your mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah. I think you use like, those other like, guys as an emotional crutch. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just like, it's just, I'm just getting distracted. Like, yeah, I'll get over the past guy, but I just want to be happy. But I'm never going to be happy if I'm just going to mm-hmm. distract myself and continually like try to fill myself with temporary happiness mm-hmm. and validity mm-hmm. with, with from men. And I, but all along, I just need it for myself. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know learning, I mean? like learning yourself, like trying to understand yourself and how to cope with your feelings and everything. Yeah. So people do it in different ways. Some yeah. So that was the worst. That was the worst advice I've ever received. Don't do it. Thank you. I think <laughs> it's like <laughs> I wish if going back on the topic on what I would tell like my kids or at least like my younger self yeah. that there is so much emphasis on being in a relationship in high school and even in grade eight, like seven eight like you know when you're like hitting that point and it's like it sucks because that's when you're also developing yourself but like all of this people like you need like you need to be in a relationship like you know it's so cool to be in a relationship and you don't even get to learn yourself so like obviously now you're so used to that feeling of always wanting to be in a relationship because that's what was fed to you Mm -hmm. and it just continues on to when you're older Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, all the cool kids had shorties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three, six, seven. <laughs> it's true. Being um, single is so underrated sometimes. Yeah. That goes back to, to the best advice that I've ever received. Or like that, the best, I guess like the light, something that actually like stuck with me um, that actually helps me live more in the present now is that like, Uh, life isn't about I think I said this in a past episode but life isn't always about long-term relationships it's about being in the moment never drag something more than it's meant to be never drag a friendship more than it's meant to be never drag a relationship more than it's meant to be everything happens for a reason and well all we have it was soul all we have is now shout out to Pixar soul all we have is now (laughs) Yeah. all we have is now <laughs> love that movie it's a good movie it's a really good movie yeah i haven't seen it fuck like <laughs> canceled i'm sorry i canceled my disney my disney plus <laughs> when you watch it, bootleg, you i honestly cried <laughs> when i watched that movie but like living yeah, in the present is such a like, yeah once you learn how to do that and like it's it's, it's underrated. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. That's a good movie. Nice, nice. Yeah. How about how about you and yeah, but you, Bobby or Alvin? Um, so like I spent some time thinking about it. Um <laughs> I don't know if it was like direct advice, but it was something at like one of those stupid conferences you go to from university. Mm-hmm. Um, like I went to like a, it was an IT thing anyways but so this guy he was like a finance douche um, essentially but yeah. he was out there he was doing this like speaking um, and, like most of the stuff he said didn't really mean much to me but it was this thing he said about like um, just like changing your mindset about like obstacles you face in life about like the, the hardships because um, like he became successful and when he did everyone would be like oh well, like can't believe you did that despite like coming from a shitty background or whatever right like going through difficult stuff but like to him he changed that mindset to be like oh like he tried harder because of that like that's what motivated him to do better to reach different heights right mm-hmm. um so yeah like that that was the main idea so like instead of thinking like oh 
because I come from like a lower income grade family or something like I can't be higher instead you're going to do it because you come from a lower thing no I get that that you use that as motivation yeah exactly Mm-hmm, yeah just mm-hmm. like seeing it from a different perspective right instead of like oh shit everything's stacked against me you're like oh shit stacked against me that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna do it that's gonna be Jeez, that's good yeah i like that i feel like that's also kind of the <clears throat> the reason why i didn't drop out of my program i was like this shit's really fucking hard i hate it here i feel like i like <laughs> like i don't like i shouldn't be in here and like that you know but then at the same time it's like because i do i kind of want to prove it to myself that i can do it you know, just like persevere and uh, show that I'm capable of doing things that I didn't think I was able to do. Um, so I feel that. Shout out to the douchebag. Shout out to the douchebag. Yeah, it was really nice. Have you guys ever taken any advice that really fucked you up though? Like, like you did it and then it became like. Let me see. It I feel like. There honestly has to be. I feel like some of the worst advice I've taken are the ones in regards to like same thing about like when it comes around to like guys and stuff, when they tell you how to be a certain way in order to get a guy. Oh my gosh, mm. like playing the game, playing yeah. the game. That is the worst advice I've ever taken. If you want to play the game, you are going to attract some toxic men. Let That's me tell what I'm you. saying. <laughs> Do not play the game. Yeah. Don't play no games. <laughs> What's the game? Please. <laughs> yeah, okay, so this is this is what it is. This is what it is. Wait, so, is this only a girl thing? Like, do is this like only? I swear scene? you guys we'll, we'll know. I swear no you guys know. Okay, okay. okay well, I actually I looked up like YouTube. <laughs> I fucking hate this. This is so embarrassing. But this is like my early twenty. Girl, um, where we are. No, in this early would be 20s. like this is when I was like newly. Yeah. Okay, hold on. This was like when I was newly single or whatever. And I, I just kept getting like fucked over. Like I kept meeting like shitty guys. And I'm just like, oh, why can't I make it past the talking stage? And then I saw this video on YouTube for my on my recommendations. Like someone is really watching. Like the FBI is really watching you because it said, why can't you why you can't make past the like why you can't pass the talking stage? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, lower your voice. Like, who is watching me right now? <laughs> and it's all about like their play. She was like talking about like the game, and it's it's kind of like you have to pretend that you don't care about them. It's a contest of like who cares less the most. If I'm making sense, if he uh, like sends you a message, me? if he sends you a message, you have to reply like eight hours later. Yeah, she was like toxic, that. bro. Whoever posted that was toxic. Yeah, she was as toxic. Hell. Like, you know yeah. what? It worked. It worked for the toxic, me- like, people yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her type. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I tried that. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. It worked, but I, I didn't have a good time. I just was a fun a game. I don't like this fun. I hate it. Game over, bro. Like, I want to like spam you with TikToks, not. Not, yeah. not reply to you. After not fight all the time. That's like, the game. I've been losing. <laughs> <laughs> as like, soon as she sends damn. the text, there's just three bubbles I, coming back. Yeah, that's, that's me. <laughs> oh, like, oh. You send a novel. You just gotta be yourself. Like, fuck the game. Yeah. It's so hard to not get sucked into it, though, sometimes. I find it kind of hard. 
to not get sucked in. Maybe it's the guys that I'm dealing with, but like I'm very tempted to do it. I'm very tempted to play the game and I hate it. I feel like once you meet a guy that like kind of accepts like how you are in terms of like just like how you are, literally how you are, then like it won't be tempting anymore because then you just know. why would you be yeah why would you be presenting yourself as someone you're not exactly yeah i don't know i don't see i mean i guess people do it but like (laughs) that's not what you should be going for right i know i you know what it is though i think it's like the the fun part to it is the chase i think that's like i guess people like the chase of that and but it's bad because it comes along with all these other things along with it um yeah but honestly i don't like to run so go ahead run I'm, i'll <laughs> i'll stay here i started running and i hurt my knees i'm not, it's not for me <laughs> um during talking stages like in the past i always like to, to to appear that i'm busy like i am busy but like appear that I'm, I'm busy such as like i reply late blah 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 but like sometimes i'm just not fucking busy i'll reply i'll i'll read it right when you send it baby i am waiting i don't yeah care. I like so, you. So the why do you do it? Why do I do what? Why do you like wait? Like why do you appear bu- like why do you want to appear busy? She um, watched a YouTube video. Well, that was. This was in the past. This was the FBI told her. This was in the past. But you know, she was set I, up. I feel like it. It makes you, for some reason, it just made you appear more attractive to the wrong guys. Obviously, mm-hmm. but like. I, guess. I I feel like like people also do it because they want to hold the power too, like in the direction of it, how it's gonna go, right? Because I feel like okay, like she's the busy one, I'm gonna have to try and accommodate for her time schedule. I'm gonna have to try and prove it to her that I really like her and I want her to want me. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's that's what's happening, like in the background, in the back of their head, like in of girls' yeah. heads when they do it. Mm-hmm. They just want to run the game. From my perspective, though, if, like if they're taking a day or two to respond, that means they're just not interested. So. See, yeah. okay, I feel like if any smart guy, yeah, they would they would take it as that. But then other guys will take that as like, oh, she's playing hard to get. Let me try a little harder. But I'm like, no, like honestly, fuck off. I actually don't want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's honestly it. I'm trying to be like more straightforward now. Yeah, me like, too. I'm very if a yeah. guy is just trying to like talk to me, I'm just like, hey, sorry, like you're cool now, but I'm just not interested. It's been, it's so hard to do that though. It's so hard, but also like okay, rip this. The brandy, yeah. What? You gotta what? rip the oh. you gotta rip the band-aid off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, this might be like not that nice of me to have done, to be honest. But like <laughs> no, but like it was it was for the reason why I was on it though or whatever like this guy was generally trying to like talk to me or whatever but I'm trying to promote like my only fans and then he okay. he like I think I tweeted about this like I don't know if you guys saw the yeah you saw the tweet he's like okay so like what music are you into and I just sent him the link to my only fan <laughs> <laughs> this guy was getting to know you he was trying to be like wow She's so beautiful. I want to get to know her. And then you send her a link to your fans. I mean, I guess it's a favor. Bro, like, I'm only here for one reason. It's for business networking. You know what I mean? Like, business networking? Yeah. Like, let's cut to the chase. I wasn't here to... You should make a a link to your fans. Say what? 
Make, make a LinkedIn for your OnlyFans. A LinkedIn. <laughs> would I get banned? Would I get banned from OnlyFans? Probably. I mean, from, I mean, from LinkedIn. <laughs> if you actually post the link, probably. <laughs> Damn it. What would I'm your just... qualifications be? <laughs> <laughs> Double cheeked up. <laughs> nah. Certified. Photographer, videographer, <laughs> editor, <Certified> producer, <laughs> actor. Certified sloppy topper, you say? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sloppy toppy, sloppy toppy. Got license in CST. CST. Certified yeah. sloppy topper. Mm, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I wrote the exam. What would be the exam for that? Studied for months. Studied for months. <laughs> Perseverance. It's like, a, it's like you're getting your driver's license. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then he just stopped talking to me after that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So uh not a business partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i just like honestly uh, it's really true when they say just be your fucking self you want to text someone just fucking text someone if they like you then they'll respond and they're not gonna like think that honestly if a person is like oh my god they're responding too fast if they're if they're thinking that they're like 12 years old no i okay but i actually hate it though if i talk to you through snapchat and you see me you get that notification of me typing and you already pop up before i send the message don't do that don't do that that (laughs) that makes me anxious that makes me a little yeah that scares me you're complaining about people texting too fast like we're on our phones all the time (laughs) like you're gonna see that notification What's I know, the, but like, let me see the message really? first, bro. No, like, not even, not even like popping them pop out. <laughs> in, in general, <laughs> I like, know. If you get a text message and you're on your phone, what's the problem with? Yeah. yeah okay, that's fine. I don't care if you message me back right away via iMessage or whatever the fuck. Cool, because I, I rather would get the message back real quick. But I'm just saying yeah. specifically for Snapchat, that one kind of scares me because I don't want you to yeah. judge how how long I'm <laughs> typing like you're and shit. watching me. Tight. It's literally messages. like you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like you're peeking over a wall. Like you're literally like this. You say some. You say Your some. It's fogging up my screen. The only reason why I wouldn't reply and I'm on my phone is because I'm like scrolling on Twitter or like TikTok and I'm just like, wait, maybe I'll yeah. reply later. And then because this is really funny. Like, the yeah, and then you forget. Later. And then I forget. I like I don't do it intentionally. Yeah. Like sometimes I don't reply. Sometimes I actually replying in your head is actually a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know it's about true. you guys. It's I like, do that. I, I actually yeah. do that. And then yeah, I've had it but like I've typed the whole thing out and then I forgot to hit send. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I do that too. Oh my god. I so, so bad. bad. And then Are they get g- mad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys the type of people to get upset when um you see that or like you've messaged someone but then you see that they post something on their story or something? Yes. Yes. You know this. I think we've talked about this. Uh, yeah. Wait, you guys get mad at that? Sometimes I do well, that. Not, ev- not no, every case not. of it, but sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's because it's of you, important. Mikey. That's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Things are are you serious, Alvin? I'm so sorry. Are you being serious? <laughs> oh, it's just like anybody, anybody and everybody does it, right? Yo, I honestly, I actually do that. But it's because, like, I forget. And then, like, sometimes I'm, like, feeling myself and I'm going, like, <laughs> 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 I'm just, like, taking a picture. I don't know. 
I like yeah, I post. I get it though. Sometimes when like you don't respond and I see you post a selfie, I'm like okay. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes like I, people can text me and then I message them on a different app about like so- something different because I just re- re- like forget to reply. Like say for example, um, say for example, Bobby texts me. And then like, okay, I'm just like, okay, I'll reply later because like I'm on Twitter, I'm scrolling. And then I, I forget to reply like hours later. And then I send Bobby a tweet or something like that. <laughs> I sometimes do that. I sometimes do that. I'm guilty yeah, of doing that. People. Yeah. I get annoyed too. But I will always reply. I will always reply. Yes. And three to five business days. Yeah. No, uh, no, I business will always days. reply. And sometimes I reply like right away. It depends. Then you're not playing the game right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I get depending on what my message was to you, I'll depend yeah. if I'm like mad at you or not, to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> if it was something stupid, if I sent you a TikTok and you didn't respond to me, okay, fine. Yeah. But, oh yeah, like no one responds to me. <laughs> literally no one responds to me i like said, said like three tiktoks in a row and no one will respond no reaction no nothing we just okay. continue on as if nothing ever happens no love <laughs> i don't i don't expect a reply i just expect you to watch it and to do this do this That's okay. a little okay. air out your nose make sure you have like make sure you saw something funny Next question. Next question. Are you guys proud of yourselves right now? Of course. I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of all of you. Yes, sir. Let's go. Wait, 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 that can be interpreted in so many different ways, bro. People are gonna <laughs> message us. Oh my god, does Bobby have a family? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think I, I actually am proud of all of us. I feel like, oh my god, all of us are just doing our own thing. I love it. I yeah. Love it. Like I'm even though Patrick we don't too. have like, oh, and Patrick. Okay. Yeah, I like Patrick's oh, yeah. most definitely. I'm proud of I'm proud of Patrick. Patrick's in Korea. Yeah. So sweet. Korea Bobby. must be wild right now. I am proud of Hopefully everyone here. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of everyone. I'm proud of everyone. Aww. So for the next question, um, how has your mindset changed over the years when it comes to these things? We can you can choose whatever one. you start with one let's talk about um love like how has your mindset changed has it when it came to love mainly relationship romantically love yeah mm-hmm. like mine definitely has changed mine has changed a lot i guess mine has too yeah like a lot like full 360 <laughs> full 360 yeah. oh wait yeah now that i'm thinking about it yours has definitely changed mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> turned into a dog <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, 
rot dog. I feel like uh, I learned from like before versus now that there's so many other ways to love and like go like you should feel proud to like or feel free at least to go explore them if you want to um despite whatever despite whatever Danica's talk despite it's starting to hit (laughs) (laughs) despite whatever it is that everyone else around you is doing like you should still go ahead and explore whatever the fuck you want to go explore like I feel like like it's very easy to get sucked into like this one way of loving but then there could be most definitely other ways of doing it too and like you kind of have to make it your own you know Mm -hmm. so my perspective has changed a lot and I feel like there's there's a lot of things that people um, require in order to say that this is real love. Like there's like a checklist of like it needs to like happen in order to like validate that this is real love. Mm-hmm. But not everyone's checklist is the same. And that's something oh, yeah. that like I end up learning that like I don't need that point because it's on his list or I don't need that point because it's on her list you know um and so once you start to like get comfortable with yourself and like be able to just make your own list and I think it gets a lot more fun that way for yourself Mm. Mm -hmm. and less stressful that's how I found it find it I'm a little tipsy I think for um, like for me, like what it was before, and like it still is to a certain extent, but like it just like it'll come when it comes type of thing. But I'm also getting to the point where like I feel like I need to make more of an active effort for it, um, mm. especially like right now. Like, how is it supposed to come? Yeah, during this pandemic. Yeah, where am I supposed to meet someone? Like, <laughs> you got you got Alvin right here. <laughs> aside from yeah, aside from the, the homies, but. <laughs> We homosexual over here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. We not. But there it's it so is. true, though. Like one thing that I, I was watching, like a video from like Shan Booty and stuff, and she was saying how like just like everything else in life, if you want to get good at something, it's something that you have to put an effort into. You know what I mean? Like, so if you want to get good at like dating, if you want to get good at like you know whatever it is in love then you it's just something that you're gonna have to pa- practice and like you know get into which is tiring because like i'm tired <laughs> of having to go through all the time dating is again. so exhausting going so on so exhausting uh, i haven't been in the dating pool for a very long time just because like of the anxiety of a first date which always comes like i can never run away from it i still get nervous when i see any guy and even though it doesn't matter how long i've been seeing them i still get nervous every single time yeah, I don't know it would, why. It would be a lot nicer. I get nervous too. Nice parts. <laughs> yeah, I get so nervous whenever I'm near Alvin. I just start blushing. <laughs> my cheeks get red. What about you, Kai? Would you say the same thing? Or would you say something different? Um, you know, I've been in the same relationship for the last eight years. With who? With who? Who is this pretty ass MF? <laughs> pretty ass ms well me and alan started dating when you were 16 <laughs> so cute wow. yeah. um Holy shit, it's almost did you say it's almost been a year eight years oh i'm just like crazy. it's been like a little yeah. bit more than a year that's, <laughs> that's crazy. crazy 
it does That's not feel like eight years. I still feel like I'm 16. Aww. It's wild. But I think the biggest lesson, I, not that, you know, it was weird because, you know, we go from seeing each other every day and doing it, things with each other every single day to me moving to Hamilton and then learning how to be our own people without each other because you're so used to you know being together for the like two years um and then I moved to Hamilton I've been there for like six fucking years now um and then the pandemic hit and then we still couldn't see each other so it's Mm -hmm. like you know we really had to learn how to first navigate through that and then just learn how to grow separately but together and I think that was really helpful in terms of being able to move out and you know doing our own thing um so yeah I think that's how we've well I've grown in this relationship Mm -hmm. in the last eight Mm -hmm. years that's super good because I feel like what you want to avoid is losing that individuality within in a a relationship you know what I mean so to still keep that within your relationship is not just Very. keep it feel like you found it you didn't have it in yeah. the beginning it was just every day exactly. yeah and to like maintain it to find it yeah to like mm-hmm. everything change. yeah exactly. um and I think that's like the best part like I remember like I mean I used to have this problem before when, like the first time I left you know I was like I don't know like what to do like I feel like I don't have any happiness and I exactly. don't feel like yeah like everything was just so different and I would cry all the time like why like am I acting like this like what you know like I didn't know who I was um for a very long time until you know really pushed me out when I started living in Hamilton I started to learn things on my own and to learn you know about me and it was yeah that's good so that's been that's really so helpful good. When it comes to love, love, I guess, like, I don't know. And maybe it's still to this day. Um, like, I don't know. The culture is still like this to this day. But I remember in high school, um, when I used to be in a relationship, like, my friends would always, I had, like, some friends who would always complain and be like, oh, my gosh, you're always with them. Or, like, you would bring them around all the time and, like, um, what's it called? What's the slang that they did? You're so whipped. Whipped. Do you remember that? Like, you're such a sim. Yeah. I I used to say that to Alvin, and I felt really bad afterwards when I realized. (laughs) (laughs) He was was a bully, bro. No, it was funny back then, but I realized afterwards it wasn't. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't not, like, I wouldn't get away from my friends. Obviously, I like that relationship I was very attached and like I did sometimes lose like friendships and stuff but when I was in high school I was still with my friends but I had some friends that would kind of shame me for like being in love bro Mm. or like being like Mikey you're so fucking whipped blah 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 like blah 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 you're so whipped you're so whipped like you would get for being like in love and like to today mm-hmm. it's it's kind of called like simping or whatever and yeah. stuff like that yeah. but honestly Ain't nothing wrong with that. It, there is nothing wrong with being in love and like falling in love and like after that like after being after being yearly single I would, I would be kind of like afraid of love like and to accept mm-hmm. love but now since like i'm in a good place 
I am not afraid to say that I'm a fucking simp and mm-hmm. I am proud, <laughs> bitch. I'm people that are shaming you for being a simp or being whipped or single. Huh? The Wait, people what? that shame you for being for simping or being whipped or single. But okay, coming from a single person perspective too, though, at the same time, <laughs> uh-huh. could the could your friends have not been just looking out for you in the sense of like they seen that you were losing your individuality and want to kind of clock you in that, like, hey, make sure that you're still being, you know, you that you that like you're not getting lost in the relationship. Yeah, but I th- wish they would have said it that way. Yeah, right, exactly. right. Well, yeah. don't tell you those because like the way they talked to me it was kind of degrading like oh you're gonna bring him again you're such a sin like you're such you're so whipped <laughs> like back mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. i'm just like oh my god i'm just in love bitch but, it's just like the like let, me, like, let yeah. me like be in love like yeah. whatever bro. Yeah. like it's yeah I that's a problem i had too to be honest yeah yeah by bobby Kylo, we love you too. <laughs> but like, it was just those times when you would go hang out with people without your your partner, and then they'd always ask like, "Oh, where's where's Kai? Where's this? Where's that?" No, mm-hmm. and you kind of like build this mentality that you guys have to move like a unit. Yeah, you guys are always together, and you start to lose mm-hmm. your individuality for mm-hmm. sure. Like, yeah, you start to forget uh, that you're your own person because other people other people just expect you guys to always be together Mm -hmm. so you know when Kai moved to Hamilton it was definitely a huge learning experience but uh I think that's a that's a major part of love just always being open to adapting and learning because it doesn't matter how long you're in a relationship for I think there's still a lot for you to learn yeah always Mm-hmm. And to Kyla's point, you guys are both still growing, right? So there's going to be learning as you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Like, it's been eight years, but we're only like 23, 24. So it's like, we've been together for so long, but we're also still really young. Yeah. yeah. Also, also, my standards are so high now. Just saying. Very high. Very They're high. like extremely oh, high. Awesome. Um, like, how many like, stories? Like, like. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't settle for, I don't put up with a lot of the same shit that I've been dealing with a lot. Like, honestly, if I, like, the humor has to be there. Like, I love it when a guy, like, has the same humor as me. Like, if I send a voice note to you barking, bitch, if you bark back. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all sharing a plate of spaghetti after that, are you stupid? (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of cute. Excuse me. Excuse me. The game game over. The game we were talking about. Game over. That's kind of cute. They got to bark back. That's kind of cute. That is kind of cute. I don't think I've ever barked at Kai. Why do all of these relationship things come back to dog related things? (laughs) Okay. The next one is what do you think about like how has your mindset changed when it comes to parent relationships? Like, um, so the next one in regards to your mindset with like your parents, right? Like, I feel like being a teenager, being a kid, you had a one, like you had a certain point of view when it came down to your parents. Now being an adult, how, how has your perspective changed on your parents? Um, mm-hmm. being an adult yourself. Well, 
I always remembered like, you know, start of high school, I think maybe late grade nine, early grade 10, I would see a lot of people going to parties and staying out late. And how old were we in grade nine and 10? We're like 15, 16? 15. I was 13. Yeah, between 13 and 15. Yeah. I would have just turned 14. Yeah, we're summer birthdays. I would be so mad at my parents. Like I would talk so like mad shit about my parents to my friends. Be like, oh my god, they never let me do anything. Like I mm-hmm. hate them. Like they they're not gonna let me live my life. But like looking back at it, I'm such a oh I'm a kid, bro. Like I'm a kid. Of course you would not let me out. Like past like what nine, ten, whatever. I'm a kid, bro. Yeah. I see my little sister. I'm like, you're not fucking going out. What the hell? Yeah. Like what? honestly, and like even seeing my 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 teenage self in like grade eleven being so bitchy to my parents, blah blah blah. Um, of course, like we didn't really get like my parents and I didn't really get along like grade eleven, twelve, first year, second year type ish. But that's because I was just like being like a little bitch, and I I just wasn't like really trying to think of the pov of them mm-hmm. your rebellious phase yeah and i feel Thanks so bad because like, hmm. like, like i love my parents like they're angels you know what i mean and it's just like ugh. i just want to slap my teenage like young <laughs> 20 person in the face like a young self in the face because it's just like i never really took into account like their pov when I think about this topic, I just feel like a little bit shitty, like a little bit guilty because of how I thought of my parents back then when really they were just trying to protect me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I really, really like value my relationship with my parents now, especially like spending more time with them because like COVID, like lockdown and all that stuff and like just the little things that they do for me and stuff, like telling them about my my first job like they were so excited it was like really really cute like it was just very heartwarming so I think um my value for like my relationship with my parents have definitely like increased it means a lot to me and it's very important to me now than before I'd say um yeah for me I would say that I uh I definitely never took the time to try and understand it from their perspective as well. Like one thing that I feel like I should have tried to understand and learn um, from a long time ago was the fact that my parents were immigrant parents, you know, Um, that I didn't really understand why that was such a big thing to just acknowledge just because like it really made a difference in terms of like why my life was the way that it was and versus somebody else's life being the way that their life was you know what I mean and having like immigrant parents and stuff I see now played a huge role to why I do the things that I do now you know what I mean um and that stuff like going to school like doing like doing university and like um doing different things to get like involved with the community and like learning different things it's really for them you know um, and but also like now like I instead of seeing them as my parents I more so see them as just like people right um, I don't necessarily just see them as mom and dad and like I just see them as like they're adults and I'm also their first child so like 
they're trying to learn how to be a parent to a 23 year old that like they've never had a 23 year old before too so a lot of it is just like a big like learning experience for both me and I guess for them and I'm like now I feel like I've gained a lot of like mutual respect but now I feel like I've had like I have more of like an adult to adult type relationship as opposed to like mother daughter follow daughter you know what I mean Mm. um because also coming like having like stricter parents and everything to it and more so like not the best but like dictator type like um parenting style dictatorship I guess but that's because I understand that like they sacrifice a lot to be here and there's just a lot on the line and so like just didn't want to risk a lot and I get that now and so like Mm -hmm. I understand that but um now being an adult like it's more so like adult to adult conversation as opposed to mother daughter so or father daughter and so I think things are just a lot different now than it was before I think my parent my relationship with my parents were never good Mm -hmm. um I think that also comes from being immigrant parents I know my mom left me when I was like six weeks old so I didn't really know her until I was like four or five so I had no relationship with her for a very long time so I was really close to my dad but then my dad worked a lot so then I was I really didn't uh when we were in the Philippines we worked with like two jobs so I was always with like my aunts um and my cousins so it was like I knew they were there, but like I didn't really feel that closeness to them. Um, mm-hmm. And then growing up, they were so strict, so incredibly strict that it felt oppressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I resented them for it for a very, very long time. And I felt that in high school too. Mm-hmm. I felt like, obviously, like, you know, you feel like you're old enough to do all these things and you see your friends doing all of these things and you're like, why can't I? do that too you know and and Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like I get that you're trying to protect me but you're making me like lose my individuality and that's what was difficult for me because like I had a friend who her parents were very open to her doing what she wanted as long as you know she was safe and as long as they knew what she was doing and that made her like a strong independent woman and mm-hmm. I wanted that for myself so bad, but my parents were just so strict with me that I, like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't decide for myself ever um, until I left. And that's why one of the main reasons why I left and went to a different study for school, because I just couldn't, like, I felt like I couldn't grow being at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, like, being away has made me understand them more and and feel for them more and what they did and I think like the older I got and with everything that happened in our family and they saw that I was able to be that older person and and to like step into my role as being the eldest daughter you know first gen to be an older sister it made them see that you know that I was more responsible than they thought I was because for so long it's like it's like they were trying to play catch up with me growing up because they lost a big portion of me as a child Mm, because mm -hmm, they were mm -hmm. so busy um and even like even when we moved here to Canada like they worked so many jobs that I played older sister to my like I played mom to my brother because of our big age gap and that made me resent them even more because it's like Mm -hmm. I don't have this childhood Mm -hmm. that you know like everyone else has um and like it was just till this day I mean they're still like 
depth of feelings that I just never like there's things I don't understand on why they did that and why they chose to do that to me um and then there was like so many times where I felt like I wanted I always proved them wrong and and what I'm doing like I was never bad I never you know made them worry about me um mm-hmm. so like thankfully all of that and I always said like you know you guys are so lucky because the way you guys treated me like it was it'd be so easy for me to rebel because I don't think that how you treated me was fair I think there's a border between keeping your child safe and keeping your child in a box and that's Mm. like what I felt um and honestly like I there are a lot more open now I think my relationship with my dad is a lot better I mean I was always closer with my dad but now we're like so open with each other. Like my mom is still a little bit, a lot more conservative. Like she does not know what any of that stuff. Same, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, so he, it's getting better. It's better than it was before. And I think it was because I made that conscious effort to be like, okay, like we can't, I don't want to keep living like this. So I'm going to be the bigger person and try to repair our relationships because I know like you, immigrant parents are stuck on survival mode and they will always be on survival mode and you cannot change that and Mm -hmm. at least we have the power to see we don't have to be on survival mode you know Mm -hmm. we we were able to choose that because they did that for us Mm -hmm. so you know it's like you can't change the way that they think but you can change the way that you act yeah wow I mean I guess I'll talk about my relationship with my mom but I don't know, like, growing up, like, I've always had a good relationship with her, I think, like, there's Mm -hmm. certain things just, like, cultural-wise, like, we just don't talk about, which, like, sucks, but, like, I've talked more about, like, as we grow up, like, mental health and stuff, and, like, more recently, I've been able to talk to her about some of that stuff, but, um, like, for me, I think it was almost, like, I, like, I would see her, like, make things work without, like, actually having the tools to make things work, necessarily, like, giving us a good life without actually like having the means to it right so like it was just like like, the perseverance and everything like that's all I saw but like I would criticize some of it too right like oh like you don't do these things right and whatnot right like they could be done better but I think as I grew older it's just like oh like she like despite everything like she still did a lot more than she probably like what the average person would have been able to do right Right. yeah um and then like as I grew older I think one of the main things is just like not just that there are like flaws there, like obviously like learning that she's not perfect, like that role model, but um, just like why some of those things are, right? Like she's just a person like everyone else, like some exactly. other people were saying, right? Yeah. I think just like acknowledging that like, oh, like she's been through stuff too, like it's it's hard. And like, despite all that, I think she's done an amazing job. That's it's really nice. One of my most yeah, important I love that, yeah. yeah. Honestly though, like we were just talking about how proud of, how proud we are of each other and like a big part of it has to be a big thank you to our own parents and stuff they're the ones yeah. who rose us who rose, rose us oh, who yeah. raised us i'm sorry i'm sorry so honestly i think like shout out to all your parents for making all you guys the way that you are you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah no big shout out to them that got really deep yeah yeah 
yeah when you when we talk about our parents we're talking about our roots you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's very easy to talk about what's happening with us right now who we are as people now and stuff but when you go back to your roots you kind of like take a step back to realize like where you're coming from and it makes you appreciate from like from that whoa come on Annika. it makes you appreciate like the time from your roots till now mm-hmm. and so um yeah and the people yeah. who help shape you right yeah. Yeah. yeah there's supposed to be two things left but i feel like we should wrap it up um mm-hmm. the last one is friendships which is gonna be a heartwarming one because i feel like especially throughout the pandemic i feel like i value friendships so much like to my heart to my core to my soul like i value friendships like i love you guys so much <laughs> no yeah we literally talk every day guys we're getting like like people yeah (laughs) like i value friendship so much i don't even know where to start Mm -hmm. does anyone want to go um yeah (laughs) like no i like i said this the last time too like i like i see friends as my family of course yeah Um, and oftentimes it's because of going back to what we were talking about earlier um a lot of the times that like my parents were more so like my family was more so like about survival you know what I mean so they made it about this one thing where I felt sometimes that they lack like the love the the fun and all that stuff but then that's why that's why I turned to my friends too you know what I mean to be able to be fulfilled with that from you guys and that's why I consider you guys as like my family as well because just as much as I like as a human like you need to be you need to feel loved you need to feel like heard and if I don't get that from my family, I get that from my friends. Hence reason why I consider you guys as like my family and everything too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't appreciate friendships as much as I yeah. do now. I, I hold them very dearly to yeah. my heart. I used to think that like, oh, friendships aren't family. Like they're just like friendships. Like it's yeah. totally separate. But now it's kind of like, no, you guys are my family. Like friendships are family. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think I learned that from a really young age. I mean, again, I didn't mm-hmm. really have a good relationship with my with my parents, um, mm-hmm. but like I have these group of girls from elementary school who, um, two of them I'm still friends with today. So that's almost 15 years of friendship, which I value very much to my heart. Um, I think we did have a fallout, but I, like you know, we always find each other, and I think um, those people really shaped me. And again, like what Dan mm-hmm. was saying they were the ones who provided the love the support and everything else that you know our parents can provide us because they were on survival mode mm-hmm. and that was really important to my growth because it made me feel it made me remember that there are people who love me um mm-hmm. and I know my parents do but obviously they don't show it because coming from an immigrant Asian household emotions are very rare yes um, oh wow <laughs> that's and, a topic <laughs> and it's like but at the same time, like you just realize as well, like I love also the fact that we've been friends for so long and even with us now, like with our group as well, that it's also a very minimalist like friendship. Like we don't always have to be with each other all the time, mm-hmm. but we know that we're there. And then it's just like that, you know, growing old, like we all have our own jobs. And I just like the fact that 
every time we can still get together and like we we don't skip a beat you know and it's like a backbone um, type of yeah exactly yeah yo patrick said he couldn't have fruit for so long bobby was so quick to send him some fruit bro like (laughs) (laughs) that's love that was the fruit i need to know (laughs) wait bobby did you actually send him fruit he did so cute i could go um i think like for me like real friendships like it started off in like high school like mainly Alvin and Patrick like they're just like the closest friends I've ever had and like they will be forever hopefully but (laughs) brothers forever that necklace we literally have the same brain cell yeah we do we're born (laughs) on the same day Alvin and I we're twins um yeah we have the same birthday yeah now you know (laughs) um I was gonna say but yeah, like for me, something that's been like important to me recently more, it's like, even though the three of us are really close, I feel like all three of us are pretty emotionally closed off. Um, just like how men are, I guess, for the most part. But more recently, I've been trying to make more of an effort to not to be that and try to open up a bit more. Um, and like, when no, I think of that, happening. yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I when I think of that though, like, um, as tough as that is like at least I have people I could go to for that right because we are that close um like that means a lot right where when I think of like other people who are probably as closed off as me they probably don't have people that they can just go to like when I'm ready I have people that will be there to listen right and that's all of you here not just Alvin and Patrick I think I really learned to appreciate my friends um uh growing up you know I think a lot of us are taught that we can go to our family for anything and a lot of the time that's not the case you know people say blood is thicker than water but you know I always looked at is at it like you know you always have blood you always have those people but you get to choose your family and I think you know, some friends are definitely closer to you than some of your family. Yeah. Big facts. So, um, yeah, I feel like we are very lucky to have the friend group that we have because you guys are my chosen family. Yeah. You guys get that, that special bond that I don't get to share with some of my blood. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. yeah. I think that's Kyla, stop. <laughs> I love you. Aww. Yeah, definitely very sweet. Like, have you guys noticed we we've been we've like kind of normalized saying I love you to each other. We yeah. never used to do that. Yes, we did. I know. How did that like? <laughs> no, we've never used to do that. Telling your friends that you love. Yeah. I right. That was a very you know. Full episode. Funny, full, pretty <laughs> so, long. A bonding episode. Very yeah. Bonding. It got <laughs> very much a therapy. Uh, honestly, it was a whole therapy session. Exactly. Um, <laughs> we'll see how this is going to play out. Yeah. But um, all right, guys. So that was the end of the season finale. I hope you liked it. It was very casual, little jokes here and there. And then it got really deep. We just wanted to, you know, introduce the people that we're the closest to. Yeah, so. that was most definitely plenty of shit that uh, 
five bitches in their 20s can handle. Oh, the candle. <laughs> All right. Everybody say bye at the same time. We'll see you in the next season. One, two, three. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>